Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. The show that keeps you updated with what's happening in the world of royalty, from the British royal family through to the aristocracy and current events from around the royal world. Hello and welcome to Right Royal Roundup. I'm Carolyn Cash and coming up later on today's show, a new railway named after the Queen, who also wrote a foreword for a new book, forthcoming celebrations in Sweden, news about Prince William and more, so stay tuned. Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. Now crossing live to the throne. The Queen visited the Crossrail station at Bond Street as the Mayor of London, Boris Johnson, announced the new railway would be known as the Elizabeth Line in her honour. The Secretary of State for Transport, Patrick McLaughlin, and London's Transport Commissioner, Mike Brown, the Crossrail Infrastructure Company's Chairman, Terry Morgan, and Chief Executive Andrew Wolstenholme were present as Her Majesty was given a tour of the Bond Street station and was presented with a commemorative Elizabeth Lyon roundel. The Queen also met a wide range of people involved in the construction, including engineers, apprentices and train drivers. The new railway will open in 2018, which will transport about half a million passengers per day. This marks a long association between the Royal Family and London's transport, so Patrick McLaughlin said it was very fitting that this vital link will be named Elizabeth Line in the Queen's honour. The Queen became the first reigning monarch to travel on the London Underground in 1969 when she opened the Victoria Line. In 1977, Prince Charles officially opened the Jubilee Line, which was named to mark 25 years since the Queen's accession. The Queen opened Heathrow Central Station, which serves Terminals 1, 2 and 3, at the airport on the Piccadilly Line. The Queen unveiled a plaque at Aldgate Station in 2010, remembering the lives of the 52 victims who died in the 7th of July attacks. The Queen, the Duke of Edinburgh and the Duchess of Cambridge visited Baker Street Station to celebrate the London Underground's 150th anniversary in 2013. The Duchess of Cambridge was presented with a baby on board badge. However, a woman called Elizabeth Lyne posted a comment on social media to say it was an amazing honour and wish the Queen would give it a rest with the photo bombs. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. The Queen has written a foreword for a new book called The Servant Queen and the King She Serves, which will be published by the Bible Society in the United Kingdom, Church's Group Hope and the London Institute for Contemporary Christianity in April. We've just heard that the book will also be available through the Bible Society in Australia very soon. Scripture Union has also written a 12-page children's booklet aimed at 5 to 11-year-olds. The Queen says she is very grateful for the country's prayers and she has felt God's faithfulness throughout her reign. She refers to the changes which she has seen in her life, which has made her the longest reigning monarch in British and Australian history. The Queen also referred to the current problems in the Middle East, saying the world is now experiencing terrible suffering on an unprecedented scale. The Servant Queen and the King She Serves highlights the Queen's faith and how it has shaped her personal life 
and service to the nation. The book is being published to mark the Queen's 90th birthday in April. The book is available in the United Kingdom from Hope and the Bible Society in Australia. The links are on our website with this week's show. For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com.au. Some very lucky Swedish children joined Princess Madeline for a fairy tale party at the Royal Palace on Monday the 22nd of February. They had travelled from all over Sweden where they stayed in a hotel before they arrived in style in a limousine and shown into the palace's Hall of Mirrors for a fantastic party. Twelve children aged between five and eight years old enjoyed juice, pastries and pink cakes with crowns on them with a real princess dressed in a blue gown, wearing a tiara and a sash. Princess Madeline's two-year-old daughter, Lenore, also joined the party wearing a pink fairy dress. Several children asked Princess Madeline many questions, including if she'd ever driven a four-wheeler. The children were also treated to a special performance by Toby Wizard before the party ended with a fish pond and presents for all the children. Princess Madeline is patron of Min's Doradag, or My Big Day, which is a Swedish fundraising foundation very similar to the Starlight Foundation or Make-A-Wish in Australia. My Big Day helps chronically ill children and teenagers make their dreams come true. The link for Min's Doradag is also on our website with this week's show. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. King Carl Gustav celebrates his 70th birthday as he and Queen Sylvia celebrate their ruby wedding anniversary in 2016. Nordpost Sweden will issue some commemorative stamps featuring the King, the Queen, Crown Princess Victoria and Princess Estelle. One features the King, the Crown Princess and Princess Estelle, which show Sweden's order of succession, whilst the King and the Queen are featured on separate stamps. The announcement was made to coincide with Princess Estelle's fourth birthday last Tuesday, the 23rd of February. These stamps were designed by Daniel Bjarg and the photos were taken by Anna-Lena Alstrom. King Carl Gustav was born on the 30th of April, in 1946 at the Haga Palace. He married Sylvia Sommerlath on the 19th of June 1976, four years after they met at the 1972 Olympic Games in Munich. These stamps will be released on Thursday the 17th of March. Meanwhile, the Swedish Royal Court has released details for King Carl Gustav's birthday celebrations in late April. We will bring you more details in next week's show. On Right Royal Roundup, time now for a British Royal Family Update. News and views from Buckingham Palace. Is it a case of pick on Prince William Week as some have criticised the Duke of Cambridge for not pulling his weight with official engagements despite working part-time as an air ambulance pilot? He has faced accusations of only carrying out two engagements this year and as President again missed the BAFTA party held at Kensington Palace. But are they being a tad harsh? According to some sources, Prince William completed 87 public appearances in Britain last year, while his 94-year-old grandfather, the Duke of Edinburgh, had carried out over 200 engagements. 
Then again, Prince Philip isn't juggling a part-time job and parenthood like Prince William. The Duke of Cambridge came under fire recently for comments he made at the Foreign Office which were misconstrued as saying Britain should stay in the EU. There are restrictions on pilots' rosters and rest days, including a set number of hours between rosters and when and where they can't fly. A spokesperson for East Anglia Air Ambulance has said the Duke is very much part of the team and he was doing a very important job. One article says Kensington Palace says it is Civil Aviation Authority rules, which means the Duke is unable to do any sort of work on his rest days, including royal duties. Prince William recently flew an East Anglia Air Ambulance helicopter whilst attending a car crash scene in Braintree early one morning. A man in his 40s was hit by a transporter van. He landed the helicopter in a field near a veterinary hospital and tennis courts. One of the nurses said Prince William was so normal and professional that it took a minute or two before she recognised him. She said it wasn't very often you get royalty in Braintree. Not just Prince William, but Kate too, even though she is busy raising her two children, and she appeared at some official engagements recently, focusing on children's mental health issues, and as a guest editor for Huffington Post UK. That's all we have for this week. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to your company again next week. You've been listening to Right Royal Roundup with Carol and Cash. Tune in next week for more of the latest royal news from around the world. And don't forget to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup or visit our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au.